it's like it's good. It's like I'm getting a glimpse of what's going on in your mind, which is obviously different than what's going on in my mind, right? Yeah, it's mostly panic. Kurat. <laughs> I'm really sorry if I'm butchering this. Kurat. Kurat. Can I get two more takes? Kurat. I don't even. I'm so white. I'm embarrassingly white. Kurat. 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 Oh God, where am I going? Kurat. It's pronounced curhat. It's an Indonesian term. It literally means rambling about your feelings. So enjoy our curhat. All right. So hello, I'm Clar. I am the introvert. I'm Nabila. I'm the loud, chatty, obnoxious one. If you if you ever see me in a room and uh you know. So you see someone's talking very chatty talk, trying to talk to everyone that's probably me. yeah she's the extrovert i i don't know if you've like heard our like other episodes but you would start to notice that in the middle of talking nub is having a hard time to keep herself from not talking while i'm talking are you calling i i'm yes i'm a very excited person clar i'm a very yeah, no it's great person. so there's never an awkward silence so the conversation always flows yes but you know basically that's what we're talking about we're comparing and contrasting both of our tendencies slash personality you know the typical introvert extrovert so obviously i'm an extrovert and i experience life as an extrovert meaning that some parts that you experience as an introvert may not apply to me and i'm, I'm curious to hear about that and like comparing that because i think there might be some things that you can't relate <laughs> there are things that i can't relate to introvert like for instance i was talking to my introvert friends and some of them say that sometimes socializing in big groups or just socializing in general makes them tired i can't relate to that to be honest with you i i like talking to people just even strangers sometimes you say it it gives you energy right networking and meeting people and like talking to them and it, like you you keep saying like it gives you a kind of like high when you network with people you mentioned that you remember yeah 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 (laughs) i remember because i'm like i i can't relate (laughs) because um i mean not that i don't like talking to people but if i like talk to people too much it's like my energy is drained like it takes extra effort for me to be like friendly to people especially if it's like people that i don't really know just yet and i'm trying to make a good impression i feel like um, like, for example, recently I hung out with like two friends back to back. And then afterwards, I was supposed to like have a call with someone else. But then I couldn't just because like I had to expend all my social energy that day with two different people. And I was like, that's enough socializing for today. I'm not going to be able to function anymore. I need a break from talking to people. So I need to recharge. So like what happened after you recharge? Like what do you feel? What is recharge? (laughs) Recharge is just like not having to put in extra effort for me to interact with other human beings. I feel feel like usually when I'm like hanging out with people, it takes extra effort for me to be like, um, not extra nice. Like I'm not saying I'm fake, but it's just like normally like, oh, so how's it going? And oh, how's the work? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I would just get tired from meeting people because I feel like I would put extra effort to sound more normal than I actually sound. Okay, more normal. That's interesting. No, I'm 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 trying to like imagine if that's 
has has it ever been true for me that I'm tired around people? And I think like you wouldn't, I wouldn't rate all conversations equally. Like not all of them gives equal amount of fulfillment, right? Like sometimes I have to be in a group and then it's not, there are some groups that I have to try more than the other, you know, because I'm not myself or because I don't know the group that well. And I think, yeah, I can see how that, that would be tiring. But I think in general, like, you know, in general, I somehow have things I want to share with other people. Yeah, I think, I think oversharing is definitely one of my qualities. Like, it's just something happened um, during the day and then I just want to tell it, tell it to my friends. <laughs> I think that's how, how I would, how I would describe my extrovertness. I mean, I guess like I sometimes I feel that too, you know, when I'm like, okay, I, I want to hang out with friends. I want to tell them, but like this exciting thing that's happened, like, yeah, I want to share like certain things. But I think for me, it's more of a fluctuating mood where sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want to hang out with people. I want to be social. But they're on the other end of the spectrum. There's just this one mood where it's like, no one talk to me. I can't deal with people right now. So it really depends on how the pendulum swings, like which mood am I at right now? Oh, and then, Clark, I read this somewhere that they say that introverts tend to be stimulated more easily. Sorry, not stimulated, overstimulated faster than extrovert. Like, would you say that's something true about being an introvert? I mean, I guess in a sense that personally, I feel like I get overwhelmed very easily in social situations when like, okay, there's suddenly too many people in the room or suddenly like something's happening and getting too loud too many things are happening at once but for me I don't know if it's just like the introvert in me or also the anxiety because I have both and sometimes I don't know which one is which you know because like it makes up yeah it's like it's like overlapping symptoms where it's like okay when there's too many people in the room and there's too many conversations I get anxious I don't know if that's like just the anxiety building up or just like the introvert in in me is like, shit, there's too many people. There's too many voices I need to listen to or like too many people to interact with, too many things to think about, so many things happening at once. I don't know what to focus on. And then suddenly my mind's just like on hyperactive mode. And okay, well, what's hyperactive mode? I feel like I'm always at hyperactive mode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, hyper, you know, yeah, that's, I don't know, it's just there, you know. I have this, I have this random source of energy. I guess that's good. I, I think, like, maybe my hyperactive mode is you on a normal basis. That'd be because I'm not used to it. I just get so tired because it's like, it's very unusual for my mind to like be that excitable. So like maybe during like that moment, it's like, all right, cool, cool. Um, I'm like talking with so many people and all oh, this is fun. We like, yay. But then afterwards, like when my mind goes back to its normal state, it's like yeah. drained. Like, is it care you were physically drained or you were in your head, <laughs> your mental space is drained? I think it's both because like afterwards, like, well, mostly mentally, but I feel like sometimes mental drainage can like translate to physical as well. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, so afterwards I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just nap. I can't. Yeah, I guess I can't really. Maybe I can relate to it two percent. <laughs> I can relate to like two percent. Is is generally like I have this need to share. It's really weird, or or this like minimum requirements of human interaction per day. So you know, mm-hmm. like lockdown was difficult. And then the idea of not being able to, 
like in the beginning of the lockdown, the idea of not being able to hang out with friends outside and talk is like making me a bit restless too. Like, oh my God. But now I got used to it. Like I use, you know, social media and digital and all that. But yeah, I think, I think I like a daily dose of human interaction <laughs> in order to make my, to make myself feel like, I guess happy. Happy is the right word. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel that too, but I think like I have a better tolerance with being with myself like I can go days without interacting with anyone and just like be a hermit and I'll be content but then I do have the moments where it's like okay I need human interaction which is like what I've realized since this whole quarantine happens because after a few weeks I I like start yearning human interaction and that's when I realized oh okay okay so like you know maybe I do need this in moderation maybe I do like human contact like just because like I'm an introvert doesn't mean that I can survive with being alone for a long time. You know, it's just I have a preference, but I do need the social life, apparently. I've missed human interactions. That's funny, you know, I guess like all of us is social. Well, human is a social creature, but when you say weeks, yes, that's that's crazy long for me. Because I think I lasted three days without... Just being alone, you know, reflecting at my own time with minimal minimal human interaction. And that was pretty boring to me. <laughs> this whole thing is a revelation for me. Like, um, what's happening right now with the world? Because, like, I did... Because before, when quarantine started, I was like, oh, eh, it's not a big deal. I mean, I spend most of my time at home anyway. So, it, like, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to change my life that much. But it was, like, such a big revelation to me where it's like wow, I actually do enjoy the presence of another human being. And now that I cannot have that, it's like I yearn it even more. At least like for me, I'm lucky because I have a roommate. So I'm not, I wasn't completely alone. But you know how like for the past month, she's, she's been gone. So that's also another moment where I'm like, you know, just because you're an introvert does not mean you don't like being with other people. I think it's just a matter of like, oh, sometimes you need your alone time. But most of the time I'm like... I need someone to talk to, otherwise I go insane. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think I I saw those like social media posts about introvert <laughs> realizing that they need people. But I'm curious. Okay, so you know we both kind of have like different introvert extrovertness personality type. But what do you think when you kind of observe or see an extrovert? Like, what goes to your mind? Uh, I I find it comforting. Like for me, when. I think okay so I think this is why we get along so well is because like I like hanging out with extroverts because they fill in the silence and (laughs) no it's like you are giving me a break from putting in effort into the conversation like you're helping me with like the conversation flow you know because like you're good at talking Jenny I feel like I don't need to put in as much energy that I'm used to putting out and trying to keep the conversation going you know where it's like okay you're doing a, lo- a lot of the hard work in making the conversation interesting and like you already like talking anyway and I prefer listening so you know we don't we don't clash yeah I'm curious so, so you know like I have some of my friends who are like pretty quiet in a big group like I wonder do they like very quiet it makes me confused but I think um they told me that that's because they like listening so that's that's pretty true for you too like in a big group you tend to be like yeah quiet one like my uh default is to not talk unless necessary I guess like I 
I prefer listening and also like in a big group it's harder for me to talk because I don't know there's just like more pressure for me to carefully think about my words and how I deliver it and I don't know it's it's just I start overthinking I mean I don't do that now but I remember like growing up this is why I didn't talk because like the more people there are the more I have to really be careful about the things I say and then the more self-conscious I get but yeah it, to an extent I think I still feel that sometimes with a large group of people where it's like harder for me to speak up do you think a lot I mean do you think about I guess what you're about to say a lot like it depends on which group but you usually when I talk or when I say something I don't like my mouth moves first before my brain <laughs> you know because there's certain things that I say and I'm like oh wait I said that oh well you know like <laughs> that's that's kind of how I roll with like social media most of the time uh, strangers just I kind of like roll with it and then I would like reflect on that moment a few minutes later and then I would be confused about certain things that I say, but you know, generally speaking, it's like I don't have this inhibition. I don't know if this is common, but like for me, generally speaking, I, I don't have inhibition. <laughs> I have filter and only in professional setting, only, <laughs> only. Other everything outside of that is um it's kind of like a freestyle. I guess yeah, I think my default is to like really think about what I'm saying first before I say it. Um and it also depends on like my level of comfort with whoever I'm talking to because if it's like someone I'm really close with then it's like you know I just blurt out whatever I'm thinking but yeah I guess in a general setting my default would be to like really think about what I'm gonna say and how people are gonna respond to what I'm gonna say it used to be like really bad where I would think so much for so long that by the time I have I build up the courage to say it the moment has passed so it's not relevant anymore for me to say it so I end up not saying anything at all sometimes I'm curious you know because I know like I have a loud presence not not like my voice is loud or I raise my voice I just you know I'm just my default is chatty I'm like and sometimes I wonder like I've met a couple of people that's um, relatively quiet and I wonder like oh am I actually being like obnoxious you know I probably am but it's just I'm curious because I think, you know, like loud people is not for, it's not everyone's cup of tea, right? And I think it's good to be con- conscious of that. And that's what I realized over time too with like my personality, like, yeah, whatever, I'm an extrovert, but it's always good to be aware about like how we might come off to other people because I rarely think about that. Like, it's just not part of my calculus before I talk about how I might come off to other people. Yeah, no, that's that's really good that you're self-aware of how like, you know, maybe for someone who's not that great at talking, it might come off as too much. But like for me, at least I really enjoy hanging out with someone like you who's like uninhibited because it's like it makes the conversation easier you know because like you're so chill about what's happening and you're so cool about whatever you're saying that it help eases the situation so now it's like I I feel like from my end it makes me more comfortable with opening up because of how like open you are it helps me open up yeah that's That's like that's why I get along with like a lot of extroverts because like you know they need the platform to like you know, release everything they have to say. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm a good listener. And also like the extrovert, like speaking out whatever they're saying is also encouraging me to like contribute more to the conversation. So it's, it's helpful in a way it's for me to like learn how to share things. I don't know. I tend, I think I tend to gravitate 
towards introverts. I don't know why. Maybe I need the balance, you know, between like low energy, high energy, high intensity, low intensity. <laughs> but I think I think it's it's just it's funny because I'm thinking about through through like my introvert friends. It's just usually I have. Um, yeah, I guess I have more to share and I'm the chattier one in the friendship dynamic. Yeah, it, it's entertaining, you know, it's it's like just not boring. You, you keep things interesting, but also I don't have to put too much work into making it interesting. Like you're already doing a lot of the work and it's like work you enjoy anyway. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's like, it's like it comes off naturally. Oh, but I, I just I just realized something. I think I was thinking about how I compared the dynamics between my extrovert friend with me versus my introvert friends, right? So I think with my more extroverted friends, usually our conversation would be like pretty in, like intense in a sense that it's like high energy, very dynamic, very a lot of things to talk about, but um, I guess less sustained or less smaller interactions. But with my introvert friends, it's more like a little bit more sustained. And my conversation with them tends to be less high energy. It's just calm, you know? It's like steady. <laughs> steady is a good word. Yeah, it's like a different dynamic. Now that you like mentioned that, I'm trying to like think about like the differences when I'm talking with an intro uh with an extrovert and with an introvert. And like, you know, it's more there's more things to talk about because like with an extrovert, they have more things to say. So it's like it helps feed the conversation. You know, there's always like something new to talk about. So like you said, it's like a pretty steady flow of conversation. There's no like high peak where it's like, oh, everything's happening all at once. And then you run out of things to say. But like with an introvert, I feel like, you know, we could be like not talking for like a really long time and that's still fine. You know, like we're both comfortable with the silence. But I feel like with the next river, it's like a more steady flow of like random shit. Yeah, you see, I, I, I was never comfortable. Well, I'm trying to learn to be more comfortable with silence. Like, I don't know why. That's my tendency. But that's sometimes still true. Because like, A, it's awkward. B, it's uncomfortable. It's just silence, you know. <laughs> it's like, I know it's not a bad thing. It's just in my mind. Um, it's not something that I'm used to. Yeah, I, th- I think like the silence thing, it depends on like the person you're with, Jugazi. Because like, if there's silence between me and like some other person that I'm not that close with, like I can't stand the silence either. Like I would blurt out random things just to keep the conversation going because I hate awkward silences. I'm also thinking about like, obviously both of our social needs are different. Mm-hmm. I wonder how it differs because is it is it just the quantity or is it actually the type of social interaction as well? Huh. <laughs> That's interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't actually thought about it too, but it's, it's interesting because I can't remember. I, either I read or I heard that um, introvert and extrovert have different ways of fulfilling their social needs. Yeah, I, I think like for me, it's... I would need like the social interaction, but it really matters like who I'm interacting with, how comfortable I am with these people. Let's say I haven't hung out with people in a while. And then if I like I would need to start like interacting with someone, it would be a different result if I interacted with people I'm not really close with versus I just spend like one day with a really close friend, you know, so my I feel like I would be more fulfilled if I spend one day with someone I'm really close with rather than a whole week of meeting new people. 
because that's like a lot of surface level like oh hey how are you but I think I would need the deeper conversation with someone I'm actually comfortable with and that would like sustain me for longer whereas if it's like a lot of very shallow conversations with people I'm not that close with like it's more tiring than giving me any social needs yeah okay okay I see one of the things that I enjoy is actually meeting new people then so it's interesting yeah I mean I like meeting new people but um, for me at least it's like it's more on the like drains my energy more than it fulfills my social life needs <laughs> you know Lucha, the, like the concept of draining energy is so fascinating it's just yeah. i think i think I, i'm sure I've, my energy's been drained before it's just i don't think for me it doesn't happen that common yeah no i might i'm like i'm like a, a really old iphone the battery drains so fast like I need to bring like the power bank everywhere because I can't last like a whole day without it (laughs) okay a power bank yeah like I need the power bank of um quiet and alone time in between socializing what is what what other things confuses you because I think let's see I'm trying to imagine the other than like I didn't know about how introverts feel tired after socializing, like before they told me about it. So that quite, that surprised me. And then after I found out about that, I started asking all my introvert friends, is this true? Is this true? <laughs> and then apparently, yes, it's true. I have, I have a good data point about like that um, my introvert friends tend to be drained or tired after social interactions. And I guess the other thing that I can't relate to is like not liking meeting new people. Or at least that's not, I have a different default than that. Because like my default would be, you know, if you put me in a room, I have to find something, someone to talk to. It's not that I don't like meeting new people. Like, I do enjoy meeting new people, like networking and all that. I mean, I used to hate it, but now if, like, I, I think like I've trained myself to actually like enjoy it. Um, but I think it's more like there's more anxiety involved and like the anxiety drowns out the excitement of making new friends or making new connections so it's like yes I do feel some like good things about meeting new people but like the anxious part of me is like a little more overpowering so that I end up more tired than fulfilled in the end because I don't know because I feel like with meeting new people there's like extra overthinking happening on my part where it's like okay I gotta there's more pressure to be like friendly and make a good first impression and to come off as like cool or whatever depending on your interaction and like intention with this person but I guess I don't know I just like there's more pressure okay I see yeah I'm, I'm I think yeah I can relate to that especially in context of um, community or group of people that I'm unfamiliar with or just you know sometimes the group of people that I'm not used to hanging out with like a new set of people or just different you know than what I'm used to yeah, I think I can imagine that no but I think if I were to say anything to extroverts <laughs> I think it's good to be I guess a, a, a bit more self-aware about how we come off you to other people because that's some that was that was definitely my blind spot you know because I just I'm just not affected I am in some ways but most most of the time if it's like strangers or people that has nothing to do with my job (laughs) I just talk talk to them talk talk 
whatever. I mean, I guess if, well, this is so cool. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, I was just like, okay, she's giving advice to extroverts. And I'm like, oh, what should I say to introverts? And it's basically like the exact opposite. Because you're telling people to like be more self-aware. I, I feel like for introverts, it would help with social interaction, interactions if you become less self-aware like or at least like stop thinking less thinking too much yeah (laughs) that's kind of like against the nature again it's like yeah because like I realized that that's what I've been doing and why I've been getting better at like interacting with new people is because like I don't really think too much anymore like it's more like okay just be myself I'm more okay with being myself and like you know letting things out unfiltered and so like I'm more comfortable with what I'm saying unfiltered (laughs) Hanging out with extroverts definitely helps because, like, it rubs off on you the like whole inhibition thing and the whole just like ah, it's fine, just like whatever. Let me take your inhibition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I just never thought of it. I never thought of how um, I come off or how my attitude or just general the way I carry myself affect other people. I guess until in college when I start to meet more introverts, different types of introverts. Yeah. Oh, okay. I found like a comparison between introverts and extroverts. Okay. okay. Do, do. So introverts would prefer spending time in solitude versus extro- extroverts who have large social networks. Is that? Do you think that's true for you? It's true. Although I would correct that we also, well, we, me, also enjoy solitude time. Though I do, I, though there is this need of, yes, that broad network and frequent intra- human interaction. Yeah. And like, Yes, I prefer spending time in solitude, but also like I get anxious when I don't, you know, spend time with my friends. So I guess it's like I'm leaning towards solitude, but also like I I do need the networks. So I think this is just like, you know, either end of the spectrum. Oh, do you enjoy being the center of attention? Because introverts avoid being the center of attention. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. I don't know if I enjoy it, but I don't mind. Like I don't mind if I'm like talking and people are listening to me <laughs> you know if it's in a party or a networking session like I or a meeting <laughs> like I speak up I share my presence is usually not negligible in a group setting let's just put it that way <laughs> you know because I talk I don't think I blend in well in a group setting if it's like a discussion you stand out yes because I talk <laughs> you mean usually you know it's, it depends on the topic but you know generally speaking yeah no, for me, the, like avoiding being center of attention is very true. Like I hate being center of attention. If I do everything I can to avoid people noticing I'm there most of the time. I, I can't. You know, this is interesting. It's one of those things I can't relate to. Because <laughs> I always like think I want uh, people to notice so I can talk to them, right? Yeah. So. I, I mean, like it would start with like, okay, I need, I have something to say. But the moment I say it, the, the more and more I realized that, oh, more and more people are paying attention to me and that like I start to panic. I was uh, like, I start being like, oh shit, too many people are staring. Too many people are uh, listening to me. I am making an impact in the environment. I, I, I do not like this. I do not like having this important role. I need to abort, abort, shut up. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. Oh yeah, it's it's like it's good. It's like I'm getting a glimpse of what's going on in your mind, which is obviously different than what's going on in my mind, right? Yeah, it's mostly panic. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and like we discussed this, like uh, introverts tend to think before they speak, and extroverts tend to tend to think out loud. And introverts would value close one-on-one relationships, and extroverts value uh, loves being in large groups. And I think that's like 
a more like extreme generalization. Yeah, I would. I like both. Okay, I think I know how to make distinction. Like, I still um, value one on one over um, group settings. Okay, I guess I, how do I how do I how do I phrase this? Okay, I think the reason why I like one on one is because like you tend to learn more about the other people in one on one setting, and I kind of prefer that usually anyway because it's good to give your attention to like one person right when you're talking to them when you're like communicating make sure you're present or make sure you're like learning about them whereas it's for group setting I prefer if there's like a common thread or like a common theme you know like because if it's like networking there's always a common theme and then you'll always find something to connect with with this random people around you and I think that I love that I love it depends on the group of people yeah and if there's no chemistry in the group I'm like I don't think I would enjoy that oh how about this um prefer working in quiet independent environments versus thrive in team oriented and open work settings open work okay I like open work settings okay I prefer being in a cafe surrounded by people when I'm working. Yeah, actually me too. I do like working in cafes, but then like I prefer a quiet environment when it is in a cafe. And I don't know. Yeah, this one's like pretty vague. So I guess like it could be like either one. Oh, I know for a fact that I cannot do desk work for my entire, the rest of my career though. Like I cannot, like my components of work needs to have some sort of human engagement in it or like you know, relationship buildings and all that. I think at this point, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like for me too, like even though I like working alone, I also need like the human interaction. Like I want to see what other people are working on. I want to like have other people's feedback and like discuss each other's work, collaborate on something. So yeah, and I guess like, I guess with the thing with extrovert and introvert, it's not like dead set, right? I guess it's usually spectrum. But for me, my tendency is obviously the, the extra one. Yeah, it's not it's not a binary, but like you know, sometimes we lead more towards one end than the other. But yeah, like you said, it's a spectrum. I move back and forth. It's just like I spend a lot of time on the introvert end. Yes, and I'm the extrovert end. It's just you know, personality. It's like personality that thrives in I guess different contexts. Uh oh. <laughs> well, the last one is can um introverts can be seen as reserved while extroverts are. Seen outgoing enthusiastic and positive which i think is like yeah yeah (laughs) i am outgoing what is what is outgoing see like you like hanging out with other people right just like like having a lot of energy i think just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no yeah like this whole thing is like made me realize yeah this is why we get along so well like you know you take you do all the things that you enjoy it and it like takes off the heat off of me. Like, you know, you're, you like talking and it, so the attention is on you. So I'm like, all right, I am in a comfortable oh situation where she has the spotlight and I am happy about that's it. True. <laughs> that's I, that's so, yeah, gue baru sadar kayak takes off the heat. Yeah, that's a, that's interesting. Cause like, I never imagined myself being in a position when I'm like, yeah, where I'm like uncomfortable with. I guess expressing what's in my this head. Why we work together really well. Yeah, it's actually really well because like Clara's like my structure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is, I don't know if this is extrovert, introvert. It's more like personality, you know, I'm like structureless and I thrive in like unstructured context. Yeah, I think that and Clara, it's more like Clara's like my structure. I think that becomes more like type A versus type B person. 
Oh no, we're not gonna go there. Yeah, okay, that's another <laughs> one. <laughs> but anyway, I think we're done talking about introvert versus extrovert. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is not a binary; it's a spectrum, like everything else in the world. It's just that you know sometimes I lean towards introversion, and Nap is on the other end. Yeah. So, well, what have you been grateful for lately, Nap? Anything exciting? Anything new? Okay, let's see. Benar mikir. I'm trying to remember what I did this weekend. Oh, okay. So, okay, you know, it's like social distancing. It's still social distancing um, period here in Indonesia, or specifically Jakarta. So the other day, um, I guess my dad, my family went driving in Jakarta. That's it. And we bought some food to go. And it was good food. But it was, there was hardly any traffic that day. Oh, no traffic. That's such a nice day. Oh, Yeah, in Jakarta. Yeah. Wow, it's in Jakarta. Yeah, that's what it is right now with the whole pandemic thing. I'm quite grateful of that. You know, we got nice cake, but it's it's just good uh, downtime. What about you? Well, mine is obviously my roommate finally came back after a month and a half of now being here. And like, again, this is like what, another one of those moments where it's like, I like being alone, but not too much. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like a month and a half of living alone, I can't handle it. So I'm like super grateful that she's back. Now I, I have someone to talk to and I don't talk to myself as much anymore because I think I went a little crazy being alone for like a month and a half dude I bought like I bought so many plants just to make it seem like the apartment is more lively and I started talking to my plants yeah it got weird do you name them (laughs) no not yet (laughs) I, I, I haven't seen pictures of your um plants by the way oh as as an entity but anyway we're done we're done talking there's so much to edit so we're done bye (laughs) (laughs) bye